0: The following program is brought to you by the Tennessee Broadband Association. Lead Tennessee Radio, conversations with the leaders moving our state forward. We look at the issues shaping Tennessee's future, rural development, public policy, broadband, health care, and
1: other topics impacting our communities.
0: Hello, I'm Carrie Huckabee, the Executive Director of the Tennessee Broadband Association. And my guest on this episode of Lead Tennessee Radio is no stranger in the broadband industry or to the hallways of the Kentucky Capitol. Tyler Campbell is the Executive Director of the Kentucky Rural Broadband Association. Welcome, Tyler. I appreciate your time. I know you're busy with speaking engagements and meetings, so thanks for being here.
1: I, I always appreciate the the opportunity to be on Lead Tennessee. I, I really enjoy uh, listening to your podcast, and always uh, it's always good to be a part of it.
0: Thanks, Tyler. Well, the Kentucky-Tennessee Fall Conference, as you well know, we're, we've been chatting a lot about it and, and discussing the upcoming agenda, but it's right around the corner. It's October 10th through the 12th. Uh, new location this year in Franklin, Tennessee at the Franklin Cool Springs Marriott. But before we jump in and talk about the fall conference, I know big news is that you rolled out a new name, new logo, back at your conference at the end of May. So I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit about that to see what the objective was behind changing your name and how that's going.
1: Well, thanks. I appreciate the question, and. I think it's like a lot of folks now uh, you know you you analyze uh, your your marketing strategy and and your core missions every so often and as part of our uh, strategic plan for the association we were really taking a look at our mission statement and what our focus was going to be over a, a three to five year period uh, we met a lot of objectives that we were trying to do at, at the capital and um, marketing and our uh, and appealing in our social media was all part of, of our focus of our, our strategic plan and one of the things we wanted to really do was take a look at who our members are who we really represented um you know our association has existed in some form or fashion since 1937. at one time it was the kentucky independent telephone association the kentucky telephone association uh and then back in 2010 uh you know obviously uh, as access lines and and internet became more of a focus we went from uh the telephone association back in 2010 to the telecom association kentucky telecom association and, you know, it was it, it was another, um, you know, it was just another opportunity for us to sit down. And, you know, after another 10 year period had passed, you know, our focus really has been on broadband and we really are the, the voice of Kentucky's rural broadband providers. So we wanted to really hone in on that and and have our name um, echo who we really are, what our core mission and values are. And so uh, that's what we did with it. With the rebranding of our name, we we focused on. Um, having "Rural" as part of our name uh, we wanted to separate ourselves from other groups that may have broadband in their name or cable and broadband uh, because we were we really are Kentucky's premier trade association for the rural broadband industry and so that's why the Kentucky Rural Broadband Association's name uh, was selected uh, by our board and uh, I've been really happy with uh, the results Um you know uh, we were we were pretty well known as a telecom association but i think the rollout has been very nice and steady um, you know we started the process last year uh, we went through uh, several iterations of a, a new logo design and we really wanted something to, that uh, appealed not only to our rural and agricultural roots here in kentucky but also um, you know obviously what we do bringing world-class broadband to some of the most remote areas of the commonwealth of kentucky and i think you see that reflected in our logo and we certainly are, are very happy with uh, the results that we've seen uh, I, I think we've gotten a lot of compliments on our logo uh, people are very receptive to uh, our mission and our focus being the rural broadband association so i've received a lot of positive comments both from our association uh, members uh, our associate members our vendors and also uh, individuals that i've interacted with at the capitol
0: Yeah, I think it's a a good idea. It was a great idea. It looks good. I have to ask, do you have a jar sitting around? We had to do that with T or we laughed about doing it is having a jar sitting around for every time you called us TTA instead of TMBA. Do you have a KTA jar or you have to throw in a dollar every time you use the old name?
1: Yeah. A lot of people still say KTA. And when I the the hardest thing for me to do is when I answer the phone at the office is to remind myself to say, this is Kentucky Rural Broadband Association. I still want to say, you know, this is KTA. And so uh, I I do kind of have that jar there where I'm sitting there to remind myself. I do have a a little sticky note next to my phone that just says, say, Kentucky Rural Broadband Association.
0: Yeah, uh, it's sometimes that those habits hard to break, isn't it? It, uh, it
1: really is. And especially when, you know, you've had, you know, you've had a lot of success. Uh, You know, I know TTA's had a lot of success down there and now with TNBA and, you know, you get used to that. People get used to it. And uh, it the same with our association. So it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a change, a sea change for us. But I think most people are starting to adapt to it. So. Uh, I'm excited to uh, you know continue to have uh, the name out there, uh, particularly for our first fall conference under the, the new association name.
0: So registration is open for the conference. The hotel block is filling up pretty fast. We have space, I think for about almost a hundred tabletops this year. And about a third of those are sold, I believe, the last time that we talked. Speaker proposals are coming in. We were very fortunate to get uh, several of those. Looks like it's going to be a good turnout, Tyler. What can attendees expect to see and hear on the agenda?
1: Yeah, I think you're going to see a, a great turnout. Our, our registration numbers are exceeding this uh, in time compared to last year uh you're right we have uh, it's over a third now of the uh the booths for the supplier showcase the tabletops for the supplier showcase have already been uh reserved and so i I think you're going to see a a a very well attended meeting from both our member companies our telco member companies but also uh, associate members uh, from both associations Uh, And and I think you're going to see a a great uh, group of speakers that we have. Uh, We've invited uh, some top-notch speakers to come in. Uh, We're still working on those. Uh, But our speaker proposals, uh, I I will say, are very interesting. I mean, we have everything ranging from some of the hottest topics in the industry today, talking about cybersecurity and artificial intelligence and what that can mean for your telco. Um, You know, there's there's others that are ranging from uh, strategic planning, uh, you know, what succession planning look like for your association, workforce development, and, and then, you know, you're always going to have that experience at the supplier showcase with seeing the latest and greatest in, uh, technology and advancements for your telco. And so we have a lot of suppliers that are, I think, very excited to uh, participate uh, in this year's meeting. And again, as I stated just a few moments ago, I mean, we're, we're seeing registration numbers that well exceed what we did last year. So I think it's going to be one of the uh, most well attended uh, fall conferences that we've ever had.
0: Yes, I think so, too, and I'm looking forward to it. And on that note, you and I have had conversations about how much we enjoy talking to our members and networking with our members at our conferences. That gives us a chance to do that at our annual meeting and then at the the fall meeting. Um, But we've talked about how many new faces we're seeing and new companies that are becoming members of both of our associations, and they're grabbing a tabletop at the show, So from our member broadband companies, who can the vendors expect to see in attendance walking around the showcase? And, you know, why is this such a good opportunity to uh, have a tabletop at this show?
1: Yeah, I think that this show is really unique in a lot of ways. I think our one, you just have great participation from both associations. You will generally have uh, key employees, whether uh, you have a lot of GMs and and CEOs that take part in this meeting, but you also have their CFOs, uh, the the, C, uh, the CTOs, their chief technology officers, their uh, central office supervisors, their, their main network engineers. Uh, those are the individuals that attend this meeting. So the folks that actually make the decisions on what they are going to purchase and look at in, in terms of uh, putting these products in place in their network in order to implement any kind of equipment changes or uh, upgrades, uh, those are the individuals that participate in the show. So if you're a vendor out there that you're on the fence about participating, I would highly urge you to uh, reserve your tabletop as soon as possible. Uh, As Carrie already mentioned, the hotels are filling up fast, but the supplier showcase, the tabletops are going quick. And so we're just uh, a couple of months out now. And so those tabletops will will get harder and harder to come by the, the longer you wait. So... I always think this show is so uh, is so unique in the fact that you do have such great participation from the telcos, and it really is the decision makers at those telcos that participate in this meeting. I
0: agree. And for those that are, are new to this upcoming show, and just as a reminder to the others, what's the breakdown of the agenda? Uh, the days are October 10th through the 12th, but tell us what happens on each of those days.
1: Yeah, I, I always refer to our first day as like our networking day, that that Tuesday. Uh, we, you get a chance to get settled and to really acclimate to the conference. But that, that Tuesday, we are going to uh, have our annual uh, luncheon and golf scramble uh, between uh, our Kentucky and Tennessee members and our, our vendor members uh, this year. So we will have uh, Tuesday afternoon, uh, we will be out at the golf course. The Tully Golf Club, a uh, beautiful course. Uh, Carrie and I were able to tour it. And I know your your folks have uh, played there during your, your annual meeting back, annual convention back in June. They did uh, and enjoyed it, it. It's a wonderful golf course. So uh, that first networking day, we will have golf. Uh, we will have a registration that will open back at the hotel later in the afternoon. And later that evening, uh, we will have a, a welcome reception for all of our, for our guests. And then Wednesday, uh, the 11th, October the 11th, that's what I – that's the – the meeting day where we have our all of our sessions so you have your general sessions in the morning uh you followed by a business luncheon and then we will have our our series of breakout sessions later that afternoon and then uh later that evening like i said being from the south kentucky and tennessee we like to feed you so we'll have another (laughs) reception later that evening but uh wednesday is really one of those days where uh you have a an opportunity to hear from some of the best and the brightest in terms of what's out there uh, in our industry, the latest happening in both Washington, D.C., what may be happening with your network from some of our vendor members, what they're seeing. And then, like I said earlier, those hot topics that you're really seeing that are just now filtering out into the broadband space, like artificial intelligence and how that impacts cybersecurity, those are all topics that you're going to hear from this, uh, this fall conference so uh that that wednesday is always what i call the beaten potatoes day uh you really get the the crux of the conference there that day um, and then finally we ended on what i consider a really big high note uh, which is the supplier showcase uh, that's where the on thursday morning we you know we dedicate an entire half day that half morning to uh, our vendors and having our folks walk around and visit with all the vendors that are in that space and so it's a great opportunity for our vendors to interact. It's a very what I consider a casual atmosphere. You know, we, we encourage uh, people to visit each and every booth that we can. Um, that space uh, really does do uh, do a good job to accommodate uh, th- those booths. And so people can walk around in what I consider a very relaxed environment, interact with uh, the the vendors that uh, they uh, are looking to do business with, or they have relationships with, so it's it's another great opportunity for those individuals to to touch base and to get to know people that they may not have had an opportunity to get to know. It's, if you're a vendor, it's a great it's a great chance to display your products in a very uh, relaxed environment.
0: Yes, it is. And uh, one note, we normally get quite a few questions about when can the vendors set up for the showcase. (laughs) And that's on Wednesday afternoons, usually about after 4 p.m., something like that. So uh, you can set up. Now, we will be using every one of the salons at the Franklin uh, Marriott. So it you know, it may take the hotel a little bit longer to, to get everything ready, but normally that setup is uh, Wednesday afternoon or early Thursday morning if you like to come in at the last minute. But then I think on our website, Tyler, there's a link if they request electricity or need internet, uh, they can find everything on that registration site. So mention that. Uh, where do they go to register for the meeting?
1: Yeah, our, 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 our registration page, you can actually access our, our uh, RegFox registration page on uh, KYRBA.org or uh, TennesseeBroadband.com. Uh, both of our websites do have links to those registration pages. Um, it's really easy to access from those. You can go under Upcoming Events on our on the kentucky page i believe it's on the the main page of your website as well so it literally it's a click of a link and it takes you directly to that third-party registration page you can fill it out and there there are so many things that you can select on there your 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 conference registration general registration if you're a vendor the opportunity that you have there to select your tabletop as well as the conference registration and for anybody that's registering that is interested in, in a sponsorship opportunity we have plenty of those to advertise your business while we're there um, again, those sponsorships uh, range anywhere from a couple hundred dollars for a, a golf hole sponsorship to I think up to you know twenty five hundred dollars for uh, some premier sponsorships. And so there's several opportunities for you to uh, get your get your company's name out there for you to uh, to be a sponsor and participate in the meeting. And it's all on those uh, on that third party registration page. And as uh, Carrie indicated, um, if you're a vendor and you need to select um, you know power for your booth or to have a hardwired internet connection there's a there's a link directly that takes you directly to the hotel and you can purchase that directly from them so we try to make it pretty easy where everything's right on that registration page
0: so speaking of the hotel Tyler mm-hmm. cutoff for the hotel block and for meeting registration when is that
1: uh, so uh, the the registration cutoff I believe for the the hotel is September the 18th. Um, we can technically take registrations for longer than that, but if you want to get in on the registration uh, or, or, or the uh, registration link for the hotel, uh, the cutoff is uh, September the 18th. And then also our, our sponsorship cutoff is about the same time, I believe, Gary, uh, in terms of getting everything to print. So if you are interested in registering and being a sponsor, we, we encourage you to do that as soon as possible because that deadline is coming up in, in mid-September
0: you're right we we like to have the name badges and the signage for the breakout sessions and all the sponsorship signage the slideshow that we use during the conference we like to get that uh, to our printers and all like early September. Uh, Before that cutoff, it just makes things easier to ensure that things arrive on time. So you talked about golf at the beautiful Toei Golf Club in Spring Hill. We will, uh, for those that haven't played there before, it is about 20 minutes from the hotel. It's a very easy drive. That uh, crew and team out there have been great to work with at our conference. So looking forward to that October weather I bet will be really nice. Um, June wasn't too bad, but October is always beautiful. But I hear there's a rumor, Tyler, that there may be a cornhole competition.
1: Yeah, I think we're going to try something different at the at the fall conference this year for for the folks that aren't uh, golfers. Uh, and this is a tradition that we have at our uh, annual meeting in Kentucky. We have a a morning and afternoon cornhole competition. I guess, I don't know if it's from uh, our love of SEC football and and tailgating (laughs) that this spills over, but uh, it's always been really popular at our annual meeting, and when we were visiting there at the the golf course, uh, you and I both noticed that they had a, a set of cornhole boards out to the side over there near that pavilion that they have, and uh, they made it sound like it would be really easy for us to to do something along those lines of uh, doing a cornhole competition, and so uh, we're giving it a shot this year. Uh, so if you're not a golfer, uh, while the, the folks are out golfing, if you're if you're uh, interested in uh, participating in our cornhole competition while folks are out golfing, we're going to have something for you too. You can still come and uh, register and grab uh, lunch. And, uh, still participate on, on that first day of the conference on Tuesday, October the 10th. You're going to be able to, uh, participate in our afternoon, uh, cornhole tournament. So, uh, I, I think it's, uh, for the folks that don't, uh, don't golf or may not, uh, may not be the best golfers and want to look for something different. This is an option for, for those folks to, to do something, uh, fun that afternoon and, Uh, still be able to compete. I I think everybody likes to win no matter what. So we we do a pretty good job with uh, giving away prizes and stuff like that. So I'm sure we'll have a good competition up there.
0: Yeah. Do you see a little friendly competition maybe in our future of Tennessee playing Kentucky or maybe broadband member companies playing vendors? I mean, there's some potential there for uh, a little friendly competition, don't you think?
1: I do. Uh, that, that's typically what takes place at our, our meeting. Of course, I will say this now. The vendors are pretty good about knowing who are really good at these competitions. So <laughs> sometimes they, it's like trying to stack a golf team. They, they they can pick a partner that they know is really good at cornhole. So you got you to gotta watch some of these folks now. They, they've been around the... the They've been around long enough to know who's pretty good at uh, competing in these competitions. So uh, they, they'll select a partner, then uh, probably help them give them a little bit of an advantage. So.
0: Oh, I see how it is. I'll have to keep that in mind then. <laughs> you mentioned a little bit about sponsorship opportunity. Is there uh, anything particular? I mean, I know we uh, asked for sponsorship at the golf luncheon and... Uh, of course, the beverage card is always popular. And um, also at the meeting, I think we have break sponsorships and lunch and just things like that. Is there anything else you want to add to that?
1: Well, I would just say that there are there, uh, a lot of uh, sponsorship opportunities are still available. I always think it's a great opportunity to, again, to advertise because, you know, we have signage and, and printed in print. Uh, printed recognition in the program will, you know, scroll your company logo during the general sessions. So it's just a great opportunity if you, if you are wishing to engage, whether this is your, your first conference or uh, you've been around from the beginning and this is our 29th joint meeting, Carrie, as, as our two associations. Wow. So if, mm. uh, if you've been around, uh, whether this is your first time or your 29th time, uh, it's always a great opportunity to engage our members and, and advertise your company. So again, those, those sponsorships can range from a couple hundred dollars for, uh, you know, a golf hole sponsorship to, I, I think, Carrie, we have some premier sponsorships that, uh, or 2,500 to even 5,000, but if you're a premier sponsor, you're you're the only name on the sign. And if you're really wanting to step up and do that and be the only one to, to advertise in that way, there's some opportunities for you to do that. So I really appreciate all our companies, both your platinum members and our premium members, several of those groups have already stepped up to sponsor. Uh, and I really do appreciate the associate members that have already secured tabletops. Uh, you know, it's just, it's always really gratifying to see, uh, how well this meeting is supported each year by, uh, our telco members, but our associate members too. I mean, they, they're really engaged and this is just a great opportunity for them to interact with, uh, both of our association members. So I'm, I'm really excited about this conference. I, again, I think it's going to be very well attended, maybe the best attendance we've ever had at one of these events.
0: I think so too, and I agree with everything you said. We could not do it without our members and our sponsors, and I'm so appreciative of what they do. Um, Not only you know grabbing a tabletop and having those conversations with our broadband members, but also sponsorship and you know love always recognizing them on social media and in the slides and things like that. So um, I'll join Tyler in saying thank you very much. Couldn't do it without you. Well, Tyler, were uh, anything else that you can think of before we wrap it up? I really appreciate you talking to me.
1: Well, now I, I appreciate the opportunity to to be on here and to interact and like i said just really looking forward to the to the meeting and like i i, I do want to say that if you're listening to this and you're wondering what our agenda is going to look like stay tuned we are going to announce our full list of speakers and our meeting agenda very very soon and so all of our folks will uh, be able to uh, see who uh, is going to be participating in our, in our meeting. So really excited. Uh, Carrie and I, I will say, uh, not to toot our own horns on here, Carrie, but uh, I feel like we've, we spent a lot of time going through these speaker proposals and talking to potential, uh, you know, general session speakers and to keynote speakers. And so I think we're going to have a very informative agenda. I'm really excited about it.
0: Yes. And I will also say that this is our second year, although it's the 29th conference, you and I, this is our second conference of working together on it. And have uh, really enjoyed working with you. And I, I look forward to working with you on this one and many more.
1: Well, just thank you again. I, I really look forward to working with you again uh, this fall. And it's always a pleasure for me to be on here. I, I enjoy talking with you and always enjoy working with you.
0: Thanks, Tyler. My guest has been Tyler Campbell, Executive Director of the Kentucky Rural Broadband Association. You've been listening to Lead Tennessee Radio, produced by the Tennessee Broadband Association, cooperative and independent companies connecting our state's rural communities and beyond with world-class broadband.